In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All day, all day, every day, we can celebrate because God is with us in the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus risen from the dead. He was, in a sense, limited to where he preached, to where he ministered, to where he died, but then he went back and rose back to God the Father, and God the Father and Jesus the Son set the Spirit out to every time, every place, every space for all ages that Jesus is with us, and that's the good news. We celebrate that this day. We feel the beautiful breeze. That's the Holy Spirit. When you hear or see the wind in the trees, that's the Holy Spirit. Just think about that, the Holy Spirit that's come to, to save us. So as we begin, happy birthday, church. Happy birthday. This is the birth of the church. We celebrate that this day. Have a baptism later today. And when we have the young child coming for, for baptism or you see a young child, what do you think? Wow, what about the endless possibilities for this? What about the newness of life? What about the God who created this child that is calling this child to infinite, infinite life in his name, in his power, through the power of the Holy Spirit? The infinite possibilities in Christ. We're born in Christ. And that's the birthday of the church this day. We are born in Christ. Father Ted Hesburgh, who was a former president of Notre Dame University, that was his prayer. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. And I was just reading about that. Someone commented on that. Well, what does that mean? It means different things. But one thing that struck me is when you pray, come Holy Spirit, that's a vulnerable bravery. It's a vulnerable bravery when we pray that prayer. And if we think about that, that is vulnerable because we're saying, I'm not the center of the universe. I'm going to be vulnerable to something much more beautiful and great than I am. And that's the Holy Spirit that brings Jesus to each time and each place. And if you want to be a Christian, you can't be a coward. It's not about being a coward. It's like we've been given the Holy Spirit. And do you believe? Do you believe you could walk on water if, if the Holy Spirit called you to walk on water like Jesus walked on water? We believe in that kind of power. Do you believe that, that you could be taken to the ends of the earth to take the good news? That you love God so much in the power of the Holy Spirit that you would give your life for Jesus today if you were asked to deny it. I love that in the sequence, beautifully sung, thank you. The sequence, the soul's most welcome guest, the Holy Spirit. Is that your soul's most welcome guest? Because remember, the soul, everything flows from the soul. And what's the soul of the church? It's the Holy Spirit coming into the church and quote-unquote impregnating the church with the life of Christ. And this is what we celebrate. I was talking with someone probably 15 years ago, and they asked me the question. I thought it was great for reflection. We were talking about how good God is. And he asked me the question, how could it get better? How could our faith become better? If you could design and produce God... How would you make God better? And this is what the Holy Spirit leads us to. It's not just the good news. It's the greatest of the great news, always, each and every moment. All day, I was thinking about what we're called to in, in this love 
in this wonder of the Holy Spirit, I pray that we all just get swept away and that the Spirit wins and the Spirit leads and the Spirit guides and it's the Holy Spirit and we just get swept away. And I thought about this newness that God wants new. You're not going to believe it. I have another acronym for you. New. Never-ending wow. New. All day, never-ending wow. That's what it's going to be, jaw-dropping, unbelievable, inconceivable, but made real because of the power of the Holy Spirit for us. And remember this, because I think a lot of the frozen chosen, <laughs> the Catholics, we think of like, well, I've got to contain the Holy Spirit. I've been given this gift in baptism and confirmation, renewed in Eucharist. You are not a container, my friends. You are not a container. You are a conduit. The Holy Spirit comes through you. You are a conduit. That's the purpose of you and me, to be a conduit, not a container, safe and just within my body, but we're to share that. And that's what makes it exciting. Remember last week we talked about the ladder and that would be the saddest thing. If we got at the end of life and we recognized that we were leaning the ladder against the wrong wall, that it was something other than the greatest good news of the Holy Spirit and the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So we continue to look at what wall are we leaning that ladder. If you haven't heard that, you can go back to that. All day, every day. I was with the first grade last week, and I went in there and I told them a rather silly, dumb joke, immature, but that kind of speak, bespeaks me. So I said, hey, first grade, I got a joke for you. I said, uh, guy walks in the church, there's a bunch of pigs sitting in the front pew, and they're waving their hooves in the air. And the guy says, what are you guys doing? What are you pigs doing? They said, praising the Lord. I think we do that a lot in our lives. We praise the Lord, you know, whether it's in and out or bacon after mass today. <laughs> praising the Lord. Holy Spirit moment. The kids, as soon as they said that, they started in unison saying, we believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth. They went all the way through the creed. Isn't that beautiful? That was their connection, and they, they all together had learned that and were praying the creed, what we believe, what this is all about through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I prayed on that and said, Holy Spirit, what's going on here right now? Keep praying that. Come, Holy Spirit. Clue me in because I'm clueless. Connect me because I'm not connected. Bring me in to the oneness of New, all day, the creed says where we're coming from and where we're going back to and how we're getting there. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And what's our mission statement here at St. Charles Borromeo? To know the power of the Holy Spirit in order to live the life of Christ. What is it to be a Christian? It's not being nice. It's not being good necessarily. It's living the life of Christ, whatever the Holy Spirit is calling us to do at that moment, to live the life of Christ. All day. Went for a run the other day, a rosary run, I'll call it. I got a, one rosary in and a couple more decades, and I'm coming back to the, just right out, out here in the street. And I was coming back into my room to get ready for morning mass, and I looked down on the ground some of you have read this already in the bulletin. Look down on the ground, there was a leaf there. 
And I looked at that and I said, okay, I don't look down. I don't really look at leaves. I'm not really interested in those kind of details sometimes, a lot of times in my life. But I looked down and I'm like, wow, that leaf's in the shape of a heart. So I went to grab the leaf and like the wind that we're experiencing now, it blew the leaf closer to the physical body of the church. And then I was able to finally grab that leaf and I go, okay, Holy Spirit, connect me. What's going on here? That leaf is love. And the Holy Spirit is the wind that's blowing that leaf closer to the church and bringing me into the church so that I can be in love. All day, that's the Holy Spirit. Rich Mullins, kind of a, a leader and pioneer in Christian music, he died two months after I was ordained a priest. He died in September 1997. Well, one night, he was driving late by himself in a pickup truck from Tennessee or Missouri. He was giving a concert for youth in Colorado. He was having trouble staying awake. It was late at night. So he started envisioning this preacher, kind of the hellfire and brimstone sermon. He was imagining himself as that, just to keep himself awake. These short, small, sharp proclamations about God to the congregation. He was imagining that. And so he rolled down the windows to his car, and he started just giving these short, pithy statements, what a turn or burn sermon might be. And he just rolled down his windows to the car and just started shouting them out to the creation outside. Some of the words that made that into a song was, the Lord wasn't joking when he kicked him out of Eden. It wasn't for no reason that he shed his blood. His return is very soon, so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God. So he had this in his mind, he had good memory, kind of wrote down the lyrics, played it at that youth concert that developed into a song called Awesome God. Perhaps you've heard it, Our God is an Awesome God. It became the anthem of Christian songs, the number one song in the country. It touched millions and millions and millions of lives, and that's the Holy Spirit. And actually, Rich, who told our friend Tom Booth, he goes, I didn't like that song at all. <laughs> And when you get a very famous song like that, you have to play it for everybody all the time, like yada, 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 yada. But it touched millions and millions of life because he was open to the Holy Spirit coming in the middle of a night on a highway in darkness and sleepiness and dreariness. And he let the Holy Spirit work through him. Not a container, but a conduit. Through it, conduit. All day, that's the life in the Holy Spirit. That's why I love being a priest. Every other job I look at, boring, boring. No, not really, but just that's what we focus on. So as I said, that song touched millions and millions of people's lives. I've been around it. I grew up with it in youth ministry and beyond, in churches and congregations. And he started making a lot of money. And this is $1980. And he made, at that time, around that year, he made $4 million dollars. He said, I don't need all this money. Rich, he just wanted to give money to the poor and work on Native American Indian reservations, teaching them song because he thought that was the way to God. And that's what he did. 
So he made $4 million that year. He said, give me the median income, the lowest median income in the United States of America, and the rest will go to the poor. And that was Rich Mullins. I invite you to talk about a Holy Spirit life. It's inspired so many people, so many friends that I have that are priests, so deeply touched and changed by him in his life. And he just would call himself, I'm a ragamuffin. I'm a ragamuffin. He died in September 1997, as I told you, 18 days away from becoming in full communion with the Catholic Church. Rich, pray for us that we may welcome the Holy Spirit as you welcome the Holy Spirit into your life. All day, anywhere, anytime. It's game on, season open, everywhere. It's open season. As my friend Norm says, God is on the loose. He's on the loose, and he's coming after us. We celebrate today the Eucharist. How does the bread and wine become the body and blood of Jesus? Through the power of the Holy Eucharist. How do we read the Word of God, and how do we have the Gospels? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. The words that we have in the Gospel say at the end of the readings, the Word of man. We say the Word of the Lord, the Gospel of the Lord. If you're reading any words in life, let it be Scriptures. Get your nose in the Scriptures. This is the Word of God. This You want to encounter the Holy Spirit, pray to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will speak to us through the Word of God and change our lives forever because it will burn in our hearts, and nobody ever can take it away, diminish it, or somehow destroy it in our lives. That will never, ever happen. Heard confessions today already. How are sins forgiven? Through the power of the sacrament of reconciliation, through the power of the Holy Spirit in the sacrament of reconciliation. How's the baby going to get baptized this afternoon? Through the power of the Holy Spirit, bring in Jesus. It's all the Holy Spirit. Everything's the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. We just look, how is this? Creation and newness through the power of the Holy Spirit. I was drawn to and I thought about the Immaculate Conception. How did, how did Mary conceive the baby Jesus in her womb? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. How we, we conceive Jesus in our body and our blood? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. That he will be born in us today, new, never-ending. Wow. You're not a container. You're a conduit for the Holy Spirit. How is Joanna going to be confirmed today for the Holy Spirit, in the power of the Holy Spirit? Through the power of the Holy Spirit, she's going to receive that gift of God from on high. There's someone in this congregation this morning, I'm not going to say your name, and I won't, and I'm not going to point you out. You are not even baptized yet, and I will say that you're over 25 years old. We love having you here today, and you want to become a Catholic. Why is that? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has touched your life and changed your heart. And you came to me a while ago and had some very pressing decisions that were on your heart and soul. You were confused and you were lost. That's how you described yourself to me. And then your wife told you to go to sanctuary. What sanctuary? Well, that's when you, that's adoration, okay? But you said sanctuary. I said, oh, that's, that's, that's adoration. So you went in there. It was peaceful. You spent an hour there. And then that night... You're laying in bed, and like, what am I going to do? I need answers. I need clarity. And it was like, boom, boom, boom. This is what you do. Clarity, clarity, clarity. 
and you kept describing it as undeniable. Undeniable. Well, that's what the power of the Holy Spirit is. Clarity undeniable to the life of Christ that we're called to. All day? Amen. You preach it, younger brother. All day, every day. One way I heard it described by a fellow priest said the Holy Spirit's like this. It'll bowl you over. It'll change everything. And you will want everyone to know. How can you tell that the Holy Spirit's in your life? We're getting bowled over in the best possible sense. Bowled over for life. It'll change everything. The Holy Spirit will change when we read scriptures. It will come alive like it's never come alive before. The Eucharist will. Our relationships will. Creation will. All day, every day. That's the Holy Spirit. This is our faith, and this is the faith that we are so missing in our church. Amen? That the Holy Spirit would come alive and bring us to life. That we wouldn't care what anybody thinks other than the Holy Spirit. And we would go with the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Come Holy Spirit. Bowl us over in love, in life. Straighten us out. Help us to see. Help us to know. Change everything in our lives. Change us. And put a desire in our hearts that everybody would know. That everybody would know you and come into fullness of life. For that's who you are, Holy Spirit. You're our help, our guide. You lead us into full communion with Christ. There's truth, there's love, and his goodness. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill the hearts of your faithful. All day, amen.